one week ago, I planned on starting 75 hard, but here I am a week later, not doing it. In this episode, I'm going to take you behind the scenes into my reasoning and my motivation initially to want to do it at this time of year, why I was feeling that way and just pulled towards doing it again. I'm going to also take you into my thought process and my decision behind not doing it, why I'm not doing it, the purpose behind that, and just my thoughts around if you should or should not do it too. So let's get into it. Hey mama, welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get consistent and finally lose that weight and you're not afraid of a little tough love. You know what to do to lose weight, but following through on those things feels impossible. You wish you could just feel like your strong, confident self again and want to be a good example for your little ones, but you get thrown off by mom guilt and the unpredictability of motherhood. It's frustrating. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. Hey, I'm Liz and I've been where you are. I gained a lot of weight in my pregnancies, 90 pounds and then 60 pounds. I needed to lose that weight to take control of my health and honestly just wanted to feel like myself again. With a sustainable approach to weight loss, simple consistency and working on my mindset, I lost it all in just over a year, both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. I believe that we have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen, and do it in a way that awes the world. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, create solid routine and healthy habits, and finally feel your best inside and out, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. We're about to transform your journey, my friend. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. Let me rewind a little further back to about six months ago. We moved across the country from Las Vegas down here to Alabama. And that was at this time about six, six and a half months ago. So, you know, the move, moving cross country with kids is, it takes a toll on you. If you've never done it, it's quite the undertaking. And I was really smart about my journey and everything. You can go back to podcast episodes around that time. To, I, I kind of sprinkled in how I was handling things and how I approached my journey throughout that process. But in essence, I did it in a way that would allow me to not feel overwhelmed by everything I had going on. Uh, unpacking Casey going right to work, me having to settle the kids and our family and our home in this new place, just all the things. I basically scaled my fitness journey back a bit while still being intentional about my journey. So that looked like really intentional food choices, not working out as often because I was at the point where I was working out, you know, in the gym, lifting 30 to 45 minutes, most days, not every day, um, and walking or running every single day. So I was really fit. I was in a great place, but I just didn't have that time on my plate. And so I scaled things back. Um, you know, the holidays rolled around the new year and, I've been consistent this whole time. It's just looked different. And ever since our move, I have been, and this is just me getting honest with you, which um, I hope you always feel that I am, but ever since we've moved, I've felt in my journey, just how I like to approach it and how I'm showing up day to day, I felt a little frustrated, a little unsettled. Um, I've just, for lack of a better term, been off ever since we've moved. And As I've sat recently and really reflected on all that, I realize it's multifaceted. Um, I'm not reading as much as I used to. I used to pick up a book every single day, read anywhere from like five to 30 pages of stuff that was helpful, 
and insightful and help me realize more about myself. So, and, and the reason I, I read books like that is so I can become more like Christ. That's always my aim and quote, personal development is to just not know more about myself for me, but know more about myself so I can be more like Christ and love others better. But I wasn't doing a lot of that. I haven't been doing a lot of that the last six and a half months. My nutrition has not been super dialed in, but I also don't believe that we should always be tracking our nutrition every single day. I think it's good to have seasons where you're dialed in and you're super intentional and then seasons where you just know how you're making your choices and you're being quote good for lack of a better term about things and not eating junk food or, you know, driving through places all the time. Like you're eating healthy, but not being super dialed in. And that's where I've been for six and a half months, eating whole foods, being intentional about my choices, tuning into my hunger cues, all things that are integral in eating healthy, but not being extremely dialed in, which is good. You should have seasons like that. And that's what the last six and a half months have been, which is fine. Um, but my nutrition has not been bad. There's just been, it just hasn't been dialed in. And I like to kind of go in and out of phases of having it dialed in a little more frequently than I have been. Um, I also really love structure around my fitness. I like knowing exactly what I'm doing on which days it being pretty consistent week to week, like Mondays are this type of workout. Uh, Tuesdays are this type Wednesdays are a lighter day, more mobility. And my weeks have not been structured. (laughs) They've been very random. And that's a reflection of also what our schedules look like since we've moved. Um, and I just haven't had that structure around my fitness like I'd like to have. Maybe predictability is a better word for that. I like to have a predictable fitness routine and it hasn't been. It's been more sporadic. It's been consistent, but every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, they don't look similar in the style of workout I'm doing or how I'm recovering. It's been a little more random and I can feel that starting to take an effect on my body and where I'm not recovering as well. My mobility is lacking a little bit more. So that structure and that predictability I love on a week to week basis is not necessarily in place. It's a little more like every Monday looks a little different. Every Tuesday looks a little different. Every Wednesday looks a little different. And I I struggle with that personally. And I haven't been walking outside walking as much. I was actually telling a friend this, and maybe it's a mental hurdle that I need to just suck up and get over. But in Las Vegas and out West, really anywhere you can see really far. And there is something to be said about the visual input that you're getting when you can see mountains or water or for far distances versus here. I love how green it is. Like I do not miss the brown of the desert because the green foliage everywhere, the flowers, the plants, the trees, the grass, it is so refreshing to see green everywhere by like early March. It has been so nice, but I will go for a walk at 6 a.m. when the sun is coming up and I can't see the sunrise. I can tell that it's getting lighter outside, but it's been killing me because for years, I honestly was taking for granted the fact that I could see the sun rising over the mountains and I was getting that direct view of this beautiful thing that God created and I could see it all and I could see for miles and here it's like I can see, you know, 100 yards down the road and there's trees and I can see it's getting lighter, but I can't see super far and there is something to be said about the benefit of that distance and what you're able to take in. But I, I think it's just like this weird mental block I have about being able to see far versus not. It's almost like a claustrophobic feeling, which is, gosh, it sounds like such a first world world problem, but I'm just being honest, something I'm struggling with. So 
all of those things combined that not reading as often, um, which honestly is something that as a mom who is constantly, you know, from 6 a.m. till 7.30 p.m. is meeting the needs of other people, when I can sit down with a book for 10 minutes, even if I'm watching my kids in the backyard, that's like me time. And I haven't been giving myself that. That's personal. I got to take personal responsibility for that. I'm just not making the time. I haven't been reading. My my nutrition's not dialed in as often as I'd like it to be. Um, that predictability and my fitness is not there. And I haven't been outside walking as much because I'm just not as motivated to because I don't get what I like to get out of the walk, <laughs> which is such a bad excuse, right? So all of that combined has left me a little frustrated. And you're probably sitting here going, well, a lot of that sounds like it could be fixed by 75 hard because you read, you have to be outside for a workout for 45 minutes every day. Your nutrition has to be super dialed in and you know, you're doing 45 minutes, two times a day for 75 days. So it sounds like that would fix your problems, Liz. So why aren't you doing it? Well, you know, fast forward to like March, just so just about a month ago, um, I was really feeling this pretty heavy, this frustration, this feeling of being off. And I started to contemplate doing 75 hard because I knew it would fix a lot of these areas of frustration. It would just address them head on, get me back on track with doing them all. And I knew the first week of April, we would be in Outer Banks. We'd be out of town on vacation. It, I, I don't like to overdo it when I'm in seasons of relaxation like that for a week. I don't want to be going working out twice a week when I'm supposed to be on vacation with my family and relaxing and enjoying good barbecue from my brother-in-law and, you know, chocolate chip cookies that my mother-in-law brings from upstate New York. Like I want to enjoy those things when I'm on vacation with my family. So I was like, I'm not going to start it before then. I'll just wait till we get back from Outer Banks. I'll start 75 hard on Monday and we'll get to work. And all of these issues will be fixed. And like the whole week of Outer Banks, I was mentally preparing myself to do that because I knew it would get me reading more often. You know, my nutrition would get dialed in, that predictability of my workouts and getting outside just to force myself out there. I would be doing it. Well, Monday rolled around. And I had a moment of honesty with myself. Well, it was actually Sunday night, <laughs> driving, driving back from Outer Banks. And this kind of whole light bulb moment carried over into Monday. And I decided I would not be doing it. Now, why? <laughs> why, was, why did I all of a sudden go from this is going to fix all my problems to don't? And you, you probably know. If you're a listener of the podcast, you can probably connect these dots. But what I realized was what I teach And honestly, what helped me change my journey after both kids and get, quote, back on track or just back into a routine that was good for me was not just ripping the Band-Aid off, jumping right into something and hitting the ground running hardcore. Because what that has done to me in the past, whether pre-kids or during kids, anytime I do something like that where I just 180 multiple facets of my journey at once, I burn out. And I fall off and then I have to start back over. And this time around, it wasn't caused by doing a 180. It was caused by a huge life event, a move cross country, me intentionally scaling things back and not realizing I need to go from that baseline I created to myself and start building back on it instead of trying to jump back up to this place I was before without creating any guardrails around my journey, without slowly building it up brick by brick. Going from you know, the season of a move, scaling things back with intention, 
still staying consistent despite all this change around us, I needed to go one habit at a time back to that place I was at before. Yeah, I can perform at that place. I can do, you know, the 75 hard, all the things all the time. I can, I performed at that place. I've done that. I can, I can do that. I know that I've proved it to myself, but I can't just jump back into it. Even though I've done it before, even though I've been at that place, I can't just jump back to it. Even someone like me needs to build back to that. And I had that light bulb moment. (laughs) The reason why 75 hard worked for me before the reason I was able to take it on and do it is because I built up to those habits, you know, six to eight months prior to starting 75 hard day one, I started picking, I was not a reader. I did not like reading books. So I started picking up books and reading a couple pages, a couple days a week. And then I started reading a couple pages every day. And then I started reading a couple more pages every day. And I built up to the point where I was reading seven to 10 pages a day. So by the time 75 hard started, I was comfortable with reading 10 pages a day. Guess what? Ever since our move, I have been reading the same couple books the past like four or five months. So I can't just jump back into that without knowing I'll probably burn myself out on top of all the other things like going outside for a workout seven days a week for 75 days, you know, dialing in my nutrition when for six and a half months I've been making good choices, but I haven't been tracking. I haven't been super disciplined about making sure I'm getting enough veggies and not too many carbohydrates and enough healthy fats. Like I haven't been super disciplined around tracking exactly what I'm eating, which is when I do something like 75 hard, I want to be writing down what I'm eating intentional about that on another level. I can't just rip the bandaid off and 180 things like that. I had to build up to those over time leading up to 75 hard last time I did it. So why in my right mind, which I'll be honest, my mind was not right, but why in my my right mind would I think I should do that now when it's not even what I teach? So that's why I'm not doing it this time because I haven't been working on building up to doing those habits every single day. I was in my head going, well, I've done that before and I know I can do all of that, so I'll just jump right back into it. Guess what? Even someone like me should not be doing that which is why I want to encourage you if you're kind of at that point, you know, it's getting warmer outside. You might be feeling a little more motivated to take on a lot more. It's not smart. It is not smart for your journey because you will not be making change in a sustainable way. Yes. Could I do 75 hard for 75 days right now? Sure. But what would be the aftermath of that? Would I be able to carry on those habits or would I burn out, (laughs) take a couple weeks off, and feel like I was right back at the starting place that I was on day one. And I want you to ask yourself that too. It's really easy to fall into this mindset of, especially, man, especially this time of year, so easy to start thinking, well, I want to change all these things in this program or what this person's doing that I see on social media seems to work for them and doesn't seem too hard to implement all of that at once. So why don't I just do it? Like it's getting warmer outside, the sun's shining more, flowers and plants are starting to bloom. You know, it's, it is biological for this time of year for you to start to feel more motivated to do things like this. But I just want you to be aware of that on top of how easy this mindset is to fall into of if I just do X, Y, Z, these things that I'm frustrated by right now will change. Yeah, they will change for a short season and then you'll fall off. You need to start building those habits up one at a time. So pick one. And yes, this is literally picking a starting point staying consistent with it, and then 
going back to that self-honesty step, that first thing and figuring out, okay, what one habit do I add in next? Change is not made doing all the things at once. It, it will change for a few weeks, maybe a few months, but it will not change long-term. Okay. So that's why I'm not doing 75 hard right now. Cause I am not in a place where I have taken it on one habit at a time to get myself ready for that. Might I do 75 hard again down the road? Sure. I love a good mental challenge, but I'm not at the point right now to do that. I'm honestly still aside from working out more frequently. I'm my habits, my nutrition habits, my Uh, like personal development, my reading practices, all of that, like my routine day to day, the predictability and structure around our day is the same as it was when we moved. (laughs) It's not made a lot of progress since October of in November of last year. It just hasn't. And I need to be honest with myself about that. Have I made more progress at my habits around fitness? Yes. And that's awesome. I need to congratulate myself for that and really embrace the fact that I have focused on that starting point, you know, post move and built on that. I am working out more frequently now versus when we first moved here. So I have picked a starting point essentially and worked on that. But the other areas of my journey, those mindset related habits, my nutrition related habits, I haven't. So what am I doing right now? Instead of jumping into 75 hard, what I've decided to do is sit down. I'm sitting down with my husband actually this weekend as I'm recording, and we're going to come up with a more wholesome fitness plan that is more predictable because I need that predictability around my workouts. I just do. It's how I thrive. Some people can be more spur of the moment, but I'm not one of those people. I have certain goals in mind for this year. I want to be able to go out and run six miles just for like my mental health. If I feel like it, I need my endurance at that level, but I also want to be the strongest I've ever been. And I want to have really good mobility. Um, my mobility has gone down for sure since we've moved. I haven't been as intentional about that. My strength has definitely gone up and my endurance is pretty much at the same place. So I have progress to make and I need a plan. I need to be intentional about how I get there. And I've got plenty of the year left to get there. I just need to be intentional about it. So I'm actually sitting down this weekend to come up with that plan and one that's predictable, one that's okay. Mondays, I'm focusing on this. Tuesdays, I'm focusing on this part of my training. Wednesdays, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a, this day of the week is this type of plan. And if it means I will have that flexibility though of, because my husband's schedule is pretty unpredictable of, can I work out at 5 a.m.? Do I have to do it at the house or outside the house? Or do I have to save it for the afternoon? Maybe I can get a walk-in, maybe I can't. <laughs> you know, it's I'll be able to be flexible there, but I will have that structure around what am I doing which day of the week? And that's what I need. And I know that because I was honest with myself. And I I know where I thrive in my journey. It's really important to be able to pick those things out. Um, In starting point school, there's actually this questionnaire process, this like reflection process that you go through that helps you uncover all of that. So you're working from a place of knowing where you thrive and how you thrive within your journey, but also what's held you back before and what you might need to address first. Um, And then obviously you pick your starting point from there or your stepping stone, like one of your habits that you're going to focus on, and then you stay consistent with it and you get equipped with different tools and accountability to stay consistent. It is transformational. So um, that is what I'm doing right now. That's my like next building block, my next stepping stone, my next habit that I'm focusing on. And I'm also starting to not too structured, but dial in my nutrition slightly by just writing down what I'm eating. So I'm 
a little more intentional about what I'm choosing to do and not just like, okay, I'm a little stressed. I'm going to go grab a snack real quick. I'm going, okay, I'm actually hungry right now. Or, you know, I'm taking a breath. I'm thinking, am I hungry right now? Or is there something I'm feeling? Okay. Yes. No, let's eat or let's not, you know, or maybe I can, maybe I haven't drank water for like three hours and I'm a little dehydrated. Something about living where it's humid versus living in the desert is totally affecting my levels of thirst too. So that's been something initially that I struggled with a lot was staying hydrated, which is nuts because I'm like a water fiend. I probably drink too much water sometimes. No joke. But um, anyways, that's why I'm not doing 75 hard right now. And I hope, my hope is this gave you a check. I'm not going to tell you whether or not to do 75 hard, but I am going to always encourage you to not just do something because you think you should do it or because you think it's going to fix X, Y, Z short term. I want you to start thinking long term. What is actually going to change long term if you try to change everything at once right now? Like how long will all of those changes actually last? Ask yourself that. Be honest, because from my personal experience, but also experience working with so many women is the fact that when you try to change all of that at once, it will not last it like three, four, maybe six months. But after that, things will start to fall off. They will not last. You will get back to that point where you feel like you're at square one, or you feel like you've plateaued, or you feel like you've gone backwards, or you feel burnt out, and then you just let it all go. And how frustrating is that? It does not have to be that way, okay? Good news is Starting Point School is opening back up very soon, in just a few short weeks. And Starting Point School is what teaches you this process of change, of true change, of getting honest with yourself, picking a starting point, one simple habit to start changing now, and how to stay consistent with it. You get equipped with all of that from the perspective of being a mom. This is specifically designed for moms who have kids any age, but you have other factors you need to consider. You, you know, you can't just go up and change your nutrition without it affecting the people in your household. So how do you handle that? How do you really get into a consistent routine when your schedule is all over the place? You know, with your fitness, how do you make time for that? We dive into all of that in starting point school. We figure it out. Honestly, what it does is help you create your own personalized plan for getting consistent in your journey. I know you want that. I know you need that. So get on the wait list for Starting Point School so you're the first one in when it opens back up in just a few weeks. Go to startingpointschool.co. Make sure you're on that wait list. Make sure you get into this because I know this time of year you're starting to feel more motivated and that's capitalize on that. You know, that's the time when you can make real change. So capitalize on that feeling you've got right now. Rain it in though so you're only taking on one change at a time, not overdoing it so you burn out down the road. We don't want that. We're not here for that. I want you to make like a healthy lifestyle actually the way you live forever. It's just who you are. And I know you want that too. So startingpointschool.co. And like I said, 75 hard might be for you in this season if you've built up to those habits. But if you haven't, don't do it. You know, if you haven't built up to certain habits, don't take on anything that's going to be like, just do all these things and you'll be good. No, one thing at a time. If you take away anything from this episode today, I want you to be able to sit down and make a informed choice of doing something or not being able to be honest with yourself of have I truly built up to these habits that I'm going to be taking on all together or am I doing this because I just am frustrated and I want to change it all right now to just escape from this place of frustration if it's the latter 
Don't take it all on. Start with one thing, make one change at a time, and just stay consistent. I know it sounds simple because it is. It's just not easy because it's not the way that everyone takes. Everyone takes the shortcut. Everyone takes the change it all at once. And that's why they're on the roller coaster. Get off that roller coaster. Get out of that amusement park, girl. Get on your path, your path that you will figure out in starting point school. All right. I'll talk to you next time, mama. And until then, get after it. Before you go, thank you for spending this time with me on the Tough Love Mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review, letting me know how this show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.